Haunted Lantern presents... The Starport Inn. This case is from 1997, so we're skipping back a few years now. On scan, it looks like it might be something, but I can't tell yet. I think it's connected to the other case I just pulled, so I'm going to put it in the maybe pile and give it a look later. Any updates? Yes and no. First, how are you doing? Better, definitely. They clear me to come back to active duty at least, though they said I should be taking it easy all the same. Probably shouldn't be out there getting shot again anyway. That's definitely a good idea, for sure. Are Doris and the kids okay? Yeah, luckily. A little frazzled still, but the kids didn't see enough of anything to really get what was happening. They'll be alright. That's good. As for updates, I have found a few things, but as per usual, there's a lot, and all of it means nothing to me, so I don't know how much headway I'm going to make. Do you happen to know anything about this case? It's from 1997, so it's not recent, and while there isn't much on it, it feels connected to another case that I pulled for being similar to our more recent ones. Uh, Samantha Turner apparently went into the swamp with, quote, intent to catch something, according to her mother. She was gone for 30 hours before she was reported missing, it says, so there isn't a trail. Yeah, give me a second to dredge the memory, but I recall it. I was there and all. One of my first cases as senior deputy, of all things. Always hard to sort the details out from one case to another, but I haven't forgotten, just might take me a second. Mind if I sit? Standing's still a pain. I recall correctly, there was this other missing kid, I think. Something pool. Vanished with no trace. That's what I thought. I had found the pool case earlier, and I had a hunch they were connected. Ashley Pool, age 5, vanished after evacuating for a fire alarm. According to the reports, the fire alarm went off and the teachers smelled smoke, so they counted all the kids and led them outside. Pools reported as part of the group when they left, but once they got outside, she had vanished. The cause of the fire is listed as spontaneous combustion of fireworks in a boy's locker due to heat exposure. There's a page listing four photos from CCTV showing her wandering out of the building and into the woods, but there's only three photos included in the file. Either way, it lists her cause of death as smoke inhalation, considering she was likely in the building for some time, but there's no record of a body ever being recovered. Yep, that's the one. I think we were looking for a fucking week or something like it. Scent dogs, detectives, search parties. I wasn't going to let one of my first cases go to bust without effort, but we never did find anything. How does this connect to the Turner case, then? Besides being 
close in date and both of them being lost in the woods. Well, check the work and detective's name in the pool case and then give the Turner case a full once over. We think you'll see why quick enough. Officer assigned, senior deputy W.H. Taylor, Detective Hank Turner. Ah, I imagine that's Sam's father? Yeah, Hank was a good man. Worked hard, but this... After this, he just wasn't the same anymore. The pool case was his last one. I wasn't letting him work the other case regardless, and I think losing Sam broke him. And then he said... Sheriff, why is the missing CCTV photo in this case file? As far as I remember, Sam was a lot like her dad in that she didn't let shit go often. Didn't help that her best friend was Mike Poole, Ashley's big brother, so losing Ashley was pretty personal for her and all. Did she go after Ashley? That's what we figure. And so you all just let her? Weaver... There's a couple things you're missing from that judgment there, so don't start getting testy when you don't know the full story. Then tell me the full story, Sheriff. (sighs) Sam was a real woodsy kid. Called herself a professional cryptid hunter or something like it. She spent most of her time out in the swamp, far as I recall, and she was real safe about it. I ended up dragging her out of there as a deputy more than once all the same, but when I did, I was kind of impressed by her kid. For being a stick of a kid and only 12, she was carting an adult's level of gear around. I remember she came to me just after Ashley vanished with her dad and was asking all sorts of weird questions. Didn't exactly take her seriously, because I'd been senior deputy all of a month. And I had a missing kid to find, and her rambling about skunk ape or whatever didn't really give me any leads. I think she swiped the photo from the stack when I wasn't looking. Why this photo, though? Like, it's not any better quality than the others, and I can't see anything particularly different. See that little white dot? She was convinced that was some kind of light Ashley was chasing, but that thing ain't bigger than a pixel, and we never found any lights out there to back the idea up. We figured it was just the image being weird, because those cameras are old as hell. But she was obsessed with this idea that there was something out there, and that light was proof of it. When she left for the woods, her mother didn't think too much of it, because she did that all the time, but a day went by, and she hadn't heard nothing, so she called us. We found Sam's bag out in the clearing, but never did find Sam. Sheriff, I hope you're thinking what I'm thinking. What, that Sam was right about the light? Yeah, now that you've found it again, it crossed my mind. Of course, it's likely she got done in by a cougar or a sinkhole or something else, because that swamp don't play. But it's crossed my mind. Hank left Starport about six months after Sam vanished. He and his wife got divorced, couldn't take losing their one and only, you know. But Jenny Turner's still in town if you want to talk to her. She might have more for us. I know she never did give up on the idea that Sam might wander back out of that swamp one day right as rain. I don't know if that makes her reliable, but... If you can show me where she lives, I would love to talk to her. Especially if she has any of Sam's things. If Sam thought this light was a lead, she might have found something else out that we need. Yeah, she ain't far. She's just out in Old Starport in the west of town. I can drive you if you don't mind tagging along, of course. I want to see where this goes. Feel 
responsible and all that. If we get answers for either Ashley or Sam, I want to be there for it. Feel bad enough that Sam might have been right and I didn't listen. Alright, that's fine. Uh, can you drive or do we need to take my car? I can drive, but I might have to dip if I get hurting again, so let me get you your own radio. That way if I gotta head home to lay down or something, you can still call in a ride when you're done. Yeah, that's a good idea. It'll also mean if I have to go run off for a federal thing, I can always contact you or the station if I need to. Using your cruiser is nice, but we can't always guarantee that I'll have backup in the field. So having a radio will help me when I'm out there by myself. If you ever do need it though, my deputies are on order to drop anything that ain't life or death to help you. Long as you're in Starport, you'll have us behind you. I can guarantee that. Thanks for that. There's a channel guide on the back of the box, so you know who to call when you need. I'd keep it off in the cruiser, though. It feedbacks like a motherfucker. Will do. Uh, shall we? I know there's no rush, but I think Mrs. Turner has waited long enough for answers, don't you? True that. Let's see what we can give her. Before we go in, Weaver, you should know that Sam going missing hit both the Turners real hard. Jenny's stuck around here, but she ain't been the same woman since. I know I said this before, but figured you should know she might not be the most reliable. Sheriff, I've worked with plenty of grieving family members, and even this far out from the incident. It'll be fine. Yes, can I help you? Hi, Mrs. Turner. My name's Agent Weaver, and I'm with the FBI. I'm currently working on a few cases with Sheriff Taylor, and Sam's case has come up in our files. I'd like to ask you a few questions about it, if that's all right. You're looking for the missing kids, aren't you? Yes, ma'am. That's, that's why I'm in town. And you think Sam is related? That's what we're here to find out. I have a feeling Sam might have been onto something, but I can't say for sure until I know more. Do you mind if we come in? Of course, of course. Sorry about the mess. I've just not had time to clean these days, you know. Take a seat in the dim, please. Now, ma'am, I'm going to have to ask a few questions about the day Sam went missing. And if at any point you want to stop for any reason, just say so, all right? Don't worry about me, Agent. This has been a long time coming, and I'm just glad someone's looking for her again. I know she won't be the same anymore, but if I can get my little girl back... Of course, but I know it can get hard to talk about. First, though, the sheriff said Sam was often out in the swamp alone. Is that what you remember? Sam was always so fond of the swamp, it was hard to keep her out of it. I remember when she was little, she would come home with pockets full of frogs or beetles that she wanted to keep. She once came home with a copperhead tucked into a bucket of all things. So when she got older, she always wanted to go hiking or exploring. But I am not a woman for the out-of-doors, and my husband was always so busy on his cases. And we knew that Sam would eventually go out there without us regardless, so we decided to take a harm reduction approach. 
signed her up for the Turtle Scouts so she could get some experience with adults, bought her gear she asked for, got her a phone, made her check in, that kind of thing. It was our way of teaching her to be responsible, you know. Most parents just get their kids a puppy. But Sam seemed to get that this was a big deal because she was always impeccable about it. Her gear was always clean and cared for, her maps folded so neatly, water bottles full, a fresh battery for her phone. I remember Taylor had to bring her home sometimes, though that was often just because she'd wandered into an area she shouldn't have been in, and he always said she was almost better prepared than they were for running around in the swamp. So Sam didn't often get lost out there? Never, not once. She had a very uncanny sense of it all, it seemed. I would say she was good at finding landmarks, but as far as I understand, the swamp shifts around sometimes, so I don't imagine there are many that stay like they are, so I don't really know how she managed it, but she did. Even when the deputies brought her home, she knew where she'd been. She just hadn't known not to go there. When Ashley Poole disappeared, did Sam seem any different? Mm, She wasn't different. No, she never let anything go, just like her father. And when Ashley went missing, she was convinced the sheriff's department was missing something important. I never understood what exactly. She talked a lot about things like the the skunk ape or frogmen or other stuff like that, and I just never quite understood it. I don't really believe in all that mythical junk, but I always listened, even if I didn't really get it. Did Sam do or say anything strange the day she vanished? She kept going on about how she needed to find something, but she wouldn't explain what. I always thought it was strange because she'd packed so much stuff, it was like she'd planned on being out there a while, but she never explained herself. She just said she needed to go into the swamp and that she loved me, but she had to do something. I don't think I could have stopped her if I'd wanted to, you know. If I'd grounded her, she would have snuck out. She liked to use the vines near her window as a ladder, and we found out quickly that grounding her in her room was useless. That was the last time I saw her. When night came, I was a little worried, but she responded to a check-in before bed and said she was camping out there, so I told her good night, and that was it. I never heard from her again. She missed her morning check-in, and I waited a little to see if it was just that she hadn't gotten up or that she'd walked into a place without signal. But when I didn't get anything else, I called the sheriff. They found her things, they said, but they didn't find her. Yeah, that's what the report says. Do you know what she might have brought with her? It might help to know if anything was missing from her bag. I don't, but she loved to keep notes. So she might have made a list. If she did, it's in her room. Uh, I haven't touched it since she left. I don't want her to be mad at me for messing her space up while she's gone. You can look if you want. Just please don't make a mess. I will leave everything as I found it, ma'am. I promise. Do you mind if I go look now? Yes, of, of course. I can show you. Jenny, why don't you stay down here with me and let Agent Weaver give her room a once-over by themselves? Sure, I, c- I can do that. It's a... Uh... It's the last door in the hall, Agent. Thank you, ma'am. I promise I won't disturb anything, and if I have any questions or need you for anything, the sheriff and I have radios. Okay, heading to Sam's room now. I can see which one it is from here. 
It still has a keep out sign on the door. Sam's room looks pretty typical for a girl her age, which I wouldn't really find noteworthy, except Sam was, well, not a typical girl for her age. She probably hid the depth of her obsessions from her parents. If I was going to hide my notes on Bigfoot from my parents, where would I hide things? Ah, well, I found the cryptid hunting gear area, at least. Looks like Mrs. Turner was on the money. If this is what Sam was trekking with, she probably overprepared more than anything. And with how well some of the stuff seems to be maintained, she must have some kind of maintenance notebook somewhere. No? No, not here. If I were going to keep a secret notebook, where would I put it? Her vanity seems almost too impeccable for a kid who likes taking notes and does schoolwork, so I'm going to start looking there. Nothing on top of the desk, of course. The drawer is empty, but something seems odd about this drawer. It's not as deep as I'd expect. There might be some kind of false bottom. Ah! Found a button. What did you give me, mystery button? Ah. Clever design, honestly. The kid was smart, if I can say that for sure. Which sort of helps rule out the idea that she made a rookie mistake and got lost. No kid who designs their own false bottom to hide a notebook and brings maps is going to get that turned around. The diary is full of very strange notes. Maintenance checklists, a couple of pictures... There's some stickers and hearts with someone's name in it. Uh, Scott Marlowe someone. I don't know if that's anyone important, but we should look into that. It's... It's hard to tell what Sam is writing about without reading the whole thing, and she's using a lot of language I think she invented for herself, but... These last couple of pages seem to be about the pool case. February 24th, 1997. Diary. The sheriff won't look into Ashley's case anymore. I told him it was the chomper, but I don't think he was listening. I saw the photos Dad brought home, though, and the chomper was there. Don't they know it eats kids like Ashley? Someone has to go out and get her before it eats her like the other kids. If they won't go, I might have to. I don't know what this chomper is, but there's a handful of notes on it before and after the century. It seems like something in the swamp that, well, eats kids looks like. Sheriff Taylor, do you copy? Over. Yep, I copy, Agent. What's up, over? I think I found something useful on Sam's desk. She had a book she'd been taking notes in that might give us something to work with. Mrs. Turner, since you can hear me, may I take this book with me? I'll return it when we're done. Over. If you think it'll help find my baby girl, Agent, I'd be glad to lend it. Just keep it in good condition, please. Sam will be so angry if she gets back and finds out you messed up her notebook. Thank you, ma'am. I'll take good care of it. Over. Station calling all units. Station calling all units. APB out for missing child Elizabeth Clark. Last seen heading southwest out of Old Starport toward the tree line. Repeat. Missing child Elizabeth Clark heading southwest towards the swamp tree line. Over. 
Station, this is Agent Weaver. I have eyes on the suspect and I'm in pursuit. Over. Agent Weaver, do not pursue alone. Do you read me? I repeat, do not pursue alone. Over. Station, all units report to Maritime Drive. Suspect is inside in the area. I repeat, all units to Maritime Drive. Over. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey. Elizabeth is heading into the swamp, but I still have sight of her. Over. Do not pursue, Agent. This is your last warning. Do not pursue. Over. Can't do that, Sheriff Taylor. Over and out. Elizabeth! Elizabeth! Elizabeth, my name is Agent Weaver. Can you hear me? Elizabeth? If you're out there, I need you to respond to me. What? What is that? That's... Light. Wait. FBI, come out with your hands up, right now. What the hell were you fucking doing? My job, Sheriff, as I'm supposed to. What were you doing? My job. I told you, people don't go into the swamp alone. That isn't a suggestion. That is a direct order. Sheriff Taylor, you're not my superior. You can't give me orders. You can only give me suggestions, and it's my decision whether I follow them or not. I'm in charge of this department, Agent. I make the calls here, and they ain't suggestions. And I'm not part of this department, Sheriff, so I don't care. You could be the Pope, and it still wouldn't matter. And even if you were in charge of me, I wouldn't have stopped chasing that child, Sheriff. I'm not going to just allow another child to go missing without trying to stop it. Well then, if you're such a fucking superhero, where's the damn kid, Agent? Or did you lose her in the swamp and disobey a direct order which put your life at risk for nothing? You're incredibly invested in not allowing me to search for these children, Sheriff. You ain't implying that you think I kidnapped these kids, are you, Agent? I'm implying that any other agent would have you at the top of their suspect list for this kind of shit. And it's only because I have better ideas that you're not. Obstructing a federal agent, low case completion rate, rules about who gets to look in the swamp, all the data you collect. It's not a good look, Sheriff. I'd tread lightly. Threaten me all you want, Agent, but if you follow through on that, you'll be on your own out here. That I know I can do, so don't test me. Then don't stop me from doing my job. You mean firing at wild animals, Agent? Because beyond your blatant insubordination... It's not in... It ain't legal to start firing at wild animals like that. Not in this town, and that ain't even my fucking rules. Oh, so I can't protect myself from predators? Honestly, no. Not with guns, you can't. This ain't some dark backwoods no-man's land, Agent. This is a federal reserve, which is protected land. I figured someone who works for the government would prefer not to fuck around with government property. There's nothing in the federal law that outlaws shooting predators, Sheriff. You sure about that? Because your federal government makes me do a boatload of paperwork if we so much as think about shooting so much as a squirrel, let alone the kind of hoops I have to jump through to prove a bear is enough of a problem to do anything about it. 
Luckily, this creature isn't likely a bear, or any known wild animal. And while we don't know what it is, we do know it eats children. I don't think anyone in my department would so much as blink if I came in with a report that the murderous monster is dead because that's how the FBI does things, Sheriff. Now I feel real lucky that I ain't part of the FBI. And here's a secret, this town ain't run by the FBI either, so it don't matter how the feds do their business, do it. You can't just open fire on wildlife, period. So then what are you supposed to do if wild animals start killing people? Make people hide in their homes? Starport is a trap and release community because we do this thing called studying wildlife out here and it's real hard to study them when they're dead. No wonder you have so many missing persons cases then. You don't even get rid of your own problem animals well enough to keep them from killing more people. Maybe, Sheriff, that's your fucking problem. A predator kills someone and instead of preventing it from doing more killing, you shift it a couple miles out and it can come back anytime it wants for another fucking snack. There ain't wild animals out there killing people, Weaver. Not in any way that makes killing them worth the trouble for it. So then, what did I shoot? Because that thing was very clearly going to jump at me and probably try to kill me. And it isn't a domesticated animal. I don't know, Agent, and that's the whole fucking point. We don't know. Hell, we ain't even got any proof that there was an animal out there that you shot, let alone that it's some kind of child-eating monster. Discounting witnesses now, Sheriff. Really? Because what I saw was what Sam saw. We both know enough. It eats kids, and it produces light, and it's not a fucking bear. I ain't taking the word of a 12-year-old swamp nut 20-odd years out from the telling. Especially not when that word is, oh yeah, there's monsters in that swamp. So you're going to ignore the things we've seen, Sheriff? Doesn't matter what I did or did not see. I can't put Swamp Monster ate these children on paperwork. You realize that, right? They wouldn't just fire me. They'd lock me the fuck up. Hell, they might lock you up, too. We have witness reports. From a child. They ain't the kind of people to trust the words of kids who think there's monsters in their closets or under their bed. You and I have seen things, Sheriff. And you're suddenly telling me that regardless of what we've seen and experienced, that you can't do anything because no one will believe you? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm fucking telling you. I ain't putting my job at risk for the wild hair of an FBI agent based off the ramblings of a child who I am pretty sure is dead and rotten in that swamp. I can't let my guys get killed running out there on a whim because a child said so. Not on just this. Then on what? What would you need to be able to take this seriously? Because this isn't a bear, Taylor. I know what I saw, and it was what Sam saw. And that doesn't take into account the fact that I've been here for less than a month and I've already seen ghosts and ghost towns and bees the size of cats. You really think this is something normal? (sighs) Alright, let's make a deal. You don't fucking go alone in the swamp again, for one. I do not need the hassle of the investigation that would clearly happen if you wound up dead under my care. Fine, but... You're going to be glued to my hip when we do have to go out there because you can't keep me out of the swamp if there's children to save. Fine. But if we can prove this is something funky with cold, hard proof, I can put in the paperwork. See if we're allowed to trank it or something. But we gotta get hard proof. Not just the fantasy ramblings of a kid and a few people seeing lights. I can't do much if I get fired. Fine, but I'll need unrestricted access to your resources. Someone has to go looking in the swamp. But I'll get you your proof, Sheriff. Honestly, Weaver, I hope you do. 
Starport In, written and produced by J.D. Dennis and K.D. Lalonde, with music by Liam P. Vaughn. Find us at linktree slash thestarportin, or email us at thestarportin at gmail.com. This has been a Haunted Lantern production. Thanks for listening.